white privilege. It should be a privilege for you to sleep between two dudes that are pretending to be women and want to chop their penises off. That's a privilege. That's such a privilege. You're still white and privileged. I wish I was as privileged as you. I, as a black man, would love to sleep between two white dudes with a penis and said they're women. White privilege. Racist bitch. Welcome to the All-American Savage Show podcast with your host, John Burke, and his far more attractive co-host, me. Now, let's get into it. That's what your mom said. <laughs> And welcome back to the All-American Savage Show podcast. I am your host, John Burke. Appreciate you being with us here today. We've got a lot of uh, a lot of things to talk about. A lot of issues that I'm seeing all over the news right now that uh, it's got a lot of parents concerned. But we're happy to have you with us here today at the Shell Shock Studios here in Dallas, Texas. Feeling a little bit better. It has been, uh, man, it has been two weeks of just like being sick, yada, yada, yada. I feel a lot better though. It's it's slowly, um, slowly getting better. Josh is in studio with us today after having to deal with consistently, uh, consistently deal with um, shithead contractors. You know, that's uh, it's a thing. Day 164 of a remodel. <laughs> I feel bad for you, bro. I do. That does suck. Oh my gosh. What's going on, folks? Thanks for joining us over on Rumble, on Facebook, on YouTube. Glad to have you here with us. Um, again, make sure you're following us over on the Kick app. It seems to be the place where they're going to be a little bit uh, better suited for the show because honestly, I don't see Rumble improving anytime soon. If you go to kick.com slash John Burke, look me up on the Kick app. It is free. doesn't cost you anything. And it doesn't seem like they ban like Twitter did. It's kind of like, think of, or excuse me, Twitch. Think of Kick as Twitch without the gay. So if you go tune in on the Kick app, we have a really good community over there there um love love all the uh the great support that we get you can also subscribe to the show if you subscribe to the show um you'll be entered into the giveaways that we do we did a giveaway yesterday that we gave away a free thing of the uh cbd energy sticks and great great group of people what are you what are you waiting on go check it out kick.com slash john burke download the kick app it is free doesn't cost you anything if you want to subscribe to the show and be entered into the daily giveaways well then hey there you have it. We appreciate all that love and support from you guys out there. Uh, hopefully, y'all are having a great day. It is, man, it's a scorcher. It, does, it doesn't seem like it matters where everybody's at. It just seems like uh, it's just hot everywhere. Everywhere. I'm getting, like, reports of, like, open Oklahoma. Um, it's not mattering. Everybody's like, it's just hot no matter where you go. So, especially down to Texas. It's miserable. <clears throat> but I got an email today, and I wanted to talk about this. Um this lady, she emails me. She's like, John, um, you know, my husband, uh, he's very closed off. His culture, the way he was raised is that he is very closed off. He doesn't share a lot of things. His job is the, uh, it's the provider. You know, he's there to raise the family, put a roof over our heads, yada, yada, yada. Well, he came to me the other day on an issue that is very near and dear to his heart. And he actually emotionally opened up. Like he actually talked about this with me like he was really he put himself out there and he came to me for guidance now for most women out there I don't think they realize men we're not programmed to be that way 
We are supposed to be, again, emotionally distant. I shouldn't say distant, not, not distant. We are supposed to be um, emotionally calloused. We have to be able to make logical, critical decisions and the better for the betterment of our family because the family safety is the most important. I think this is like genetically just bred into us. So this man comes to his woman, his wife, and they've been married for like 14, 15 years. And she said it's the first time that he has ever actually opened up about an issue that is affecting him emotionally. And she was like, it, could, it took me so off guard. I did not know how to respond to it at first. But instead, she just said, no matter what, I love you. And I am here and I'm on your team. You can come to me with these issues. And I, I wrote her back and I told her, I, like, I don't think you understand. Maybe you do. I don't know. I don't think you understand how good of a job you did with that. Because I feel like men, by and large, we don't go to women. As, as a society, we are pressured very much like to be our own cheerleader. How many, how many cheerleaders do you see for men out there? We don't have cheerleaders. It just doesn't exist. You don't tell like, hey, Josh, I saw you put up that fence in the backyard. Great job, buddy. Looks amazing. Men don't usually do that. It's like, oh, so what kind of paint do you use for that? What kind of uh, sealer do you use on that? Oh, okay. Yeah, you get that at Lowe's? Yeah, I'm going to check that out. Right, thanks for the heads up, dude. But that's about it. Men do not have cheerleaders. Women, you have cheerleaders. And it's not making one better than the other. It's just that society does not cheerlead for men. So where are men supposed to get this, this motivation, this love, this support? Well, we're supposed to get it from ourselves. That's why I feel like men, when it comes to emotions, are not as emotionally driven as women because we become so self-reliant and dependable. Because if a man is supposed to lead a household, if a man is supposed to put food on the table, yada, 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 he's got to be self-sufficient. He's got to be his own motivator, his own, his own, in his, in his own, his own, on his own, in his own sense. I know that's a lot of his owns, but with women, they, they lean on each other for emotion a lot of the times. They don't really lean on men for that so much. But the fact that this guy went to his wife and opened up emotionally, and she responded with two things. Number one, respect. The fact that he opened up, she respected that, and she acknowledged that. That's a big deal for men. Women, and I made the cheerleading point because when women give men some praise, even if it's a little bit, it goes a long way. Whether you believe it or not, it is true. When that woman gives that man some praise, and I don't mean kind of like, like, oh, you did such a, you can tell when they're like laying it on really thick versus like, babe, thank you for doing that. That really made my life a lot easier. Hey, you did this. That gives a man motivation because now he knows he's doing his job right. That as a man, as a leader, as a provider, as the head of the household, when he gets good feedback from that female partner, he appreciates that. He might not let on to it. He might not acknowledge it in the way that she wants. But the fact is, I guarantee that deep down inside, deep down inside, that dude is appreciative. And that's a man that you are empowering because society doesn't. Hey, you go out there, you do a nine to five. You're working your fingers to the bone. It's to be expected. You want praise for doing? No. But when you get that praise from a woman, your woman, the mother of your children, whomever it may be, it goes a long way. And I told her, it's like, I don't think you realize. Number one, you gave him respect. And I love that. And secondly, you gave him unconditional love. That's something that I think a lot of men aren't really programmed into believing in, buying into. Because men have to be so guarded emotionally because we can get backstabbed. We can have our life come crashing down, but we're still expected to function. You got to be the one, you got to be the backbone of the family. You, nothing can break it. You've got to be there. Both of you, if you think about it. But this is just the role that I feel men take on themselves because since the beginning of society, since the dawn of time, that's what men were supposed to do. 
And I don't think we've gotten away from that. And I don't think you should get away from that. But the same token, I think that we should normalize, and maybe many people do, and I hope you do in your relationships, is normalization of women praising their men, but not to the extent where it feels forced, but little compliments here and there. And the same applies for men. This isn't just a one-way thing, but I think men tend to do it more so, and if they don't, whatever the case may be, but I think men that give compliments It's also appreciated by the women because women are very emotional creatures and they need that comfort. They need that support. Men, not so much, but it is appreciated when we do get it. They they might not signify it. They might not tell you, but I guarantee that dude in the back of his mind is sitting there going, I I feel like I did did a good job. I did a good job. He's not going to let it go to his head, but he is certainly going to appreciate that. So women, compliment your men. Compliment your men, but make it genuine. Make it authentic. Don't lay it on like a mother does, like the unconditional, like, oh, you're such a special boy. I was, no, no. Make it real. Shoot, like right now, shoot your loved one a text. Just just something, they made dinner last night. Maybe your wife, like every single time the girlfriend makes dinner, I make sure I tell her, it's like, I am so grateful for this. Thank you. Because being single, Uber Eats is great. It sucks after a while. When you get a home-cooked meal, it goes miles beyond what Dairy Queen or Subway can give you. Take a moment to give some thanks. Never forget that. Never forget to give some thanks because it shows appreciation. And when people stop feeling appreciated, they stop putting effort into it. Go that route. Go that little extra mile. Send your loved one a text. Tell them whatever. I appreciate you for doing this. Thank you for, you know, thank you for putting food on the table. Thank you for whatever the case is. Just figure something out. But I'm just saying, Josh, let us plumber fix the internet. <laughs> Uh, hopefully the, uh, hopefully, you're welcome everybody. You're welcome. You're welcome. Just refresh, re-log into the, uh, the kick. I think kick had that problem yesterday. I was streaming Diablo. Um, but I also want women to understand this about when a man opens up to you emotionally, you got one shot. You got one shot at that because if the way you respond turns him off emotionally, he's never going to open up to you again. It'll never happen. Because that dude is basically giving you the keys to his heart and ultimately the keys to destroy him emotionally. It's kind of like you are getting yourself into the deepest, darkest vault of his heart that he keeps guarded. And when he gives you access to that, that is the ultimate sign of trust. So if a woman, when she's given that through the medium of or through the situation of like, hey, I'm coming to you with an issue or I'm coming to you in trust or I'm coming to you this. If you respond with, I told you so, or you use it over him or you leverage it in an argument, you cannot sit there and be upset with that man when he never comes to you with that situation again. He will never trust you. He will never trust you again, nor should he. And the same can go for a woman. When a woman gives you that ultimate feminine trust and you betray it, why would she ever trust you again? You've got to be very careful, very um, authentic and strategic in how you respond to somebody when they open up to you like that. Now, look, a lot of people don't realize this. This isn't going to happen overnight. This This woman said she was married for almost 15 years, and that's the first time her husband actually did that. 15 years. Now, I would encourage you, If you're with somebody, you need to take that leap of faith and be trustful. You've got to open up. If you don't, it's a partnership. I get it. But if that's your loved one, if that's your home team, if that's the one person, if that's your ring man, your ring woman, you should be completely open with them. They should know everything about you. Now, I know some people, some dudes are like, no, you do not give away all these secrets because women can't handle it. That means you're with the wrong woman because there are women that can. There are women that can. They're trained to be that way. 
they worked on themselves to be the keeper of your secrets. It sounds like a Harry Potter novel. <laughs> the girlfriend of the keeper of secrets. It's the truth. Because that dude is basically giving you the keys to his heart. And that's all I'm going to say on that. Because I feel like a lot of people, a lot of women especially, don't understand the severity of when a guy opens up to that level to them. That is a big deal. Might not be to you because you're accustomed to it. Women, you wear your hearts on your sleeves. And that's normal. There's nothing wrong with it. I'm just saying men usually don't. Especially if this guy's a workhorse. He's been raised a certain way. All this stuff comes into play. His own family, his culture, all these things come into play. So when he goes against what he's been taught, what he's been led to believe is the show of, of true love, and he's actually being emotional with you, not overly emotional, but actually, again, coming to you with an issue or coming to you with a trust thing, how you respond versus react is going to dictate the future of that relationship. And that's a very, that's a very serious thing. It's a very serious thing. And this woman clearly handled it right. And I told her, it was a great job. It was like, you did a wonderful job in how you handled that. And, you know, they've been married for, like they said, almost 15 years. I'd expect you to know how, but you'd be surprised. Some people might not know how to handle something like that. They might respond in a way of like, I told you so, or yada, yada, yada. Um, and that's just, that's just the way it is. That's just the way it is. You know, I had a friend that even told me, he was like, I went to my girlfriend. Now I think, I think they're married now. But he said, you know, I need to know in this partnership that if I'm ever feeling tempted for feelings of lust or whatever the case, I can come to you and say, I need help with this. And instead, he expected her to be like, you know, well, why are you lusting? But instead, she was like, I understand. I get it. And I'm going to be here for you. That cemented that bond. She made it not about herself, but instead put herself behind that and made it about him. Understanding his needs. The fact that he went to her with that human nature, that human feeling. You think men don't lust? You're out of your mind. Ladies, I'm going to tell you this right now, and you better listen. You better fucking listen. If you think men do not lust, you're wrong, and you're out of your mind, and it has nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with you, but you make it about you, and then you start feeling guilty, and then you blame your man. That's not true. When you, I, Here's a challenge to you. Go on social media on any innocent thing, and look how many women have their tits and ass out, and if men are attracted to these things... And it's everywhere. You think it's easy being a man and not being tempted 24 fucking seven with all these e-thoughts and hoes out there? You're mistaken. Now, it doesn't mean you act on it. What I'm saying, though, is it is there. And a man needs a place to go to, not just to God, because I also, I also find times like, you know, when you feel that way, send up a real quick prayer and you'll find yourself a lot better mentally clarity wise, mental clarity wise. But if you want to go to that woman and you want to have a sincere trust and bond with her, put that in her lap and see what she does. And if she instantly responds like, well, what am I just not good enough? It has nothing to do with you. And if you don't understand that, then I cannot come to you with these feelings when they hit me. Instead, I got to deal with it myself. And now you've just alienated that guy from that partnership. Am I wrong? No, I'm not. Because that man was me. Wasn't a friend. It was me. It was in a relationship, a previous relationship. And that's exactly how she responded. And I ended it. It's like, I just can't trust you then. Because she took the relationship and instantly made it about her. When the fact was, I approached her with saying, look, I need to know that I can come to you and I can open up to you and tell you like, babe, I'm feeling tempted. I need some help. Let's pray. Let's do something. And instead, she made it about her. That's not somebody I want to be with. I don't want to tie myself to somebody like that. Why would you? It takes the mental strength the emotional strength to see beyond what you think, what you're projecting the problem is, when in fact you see that person for what it is they're asking for. It's help. 
And if you will not be there to help them, why the hell should they ever open up to you again? Just throwing that out there. I'm just throwing that out there. Women, if you want that man's trust, create the foundation and create the environment that he can come to you in full confidence and you will not hold it against him or over his head. Men, when she comes to you with a problem, she's not really asking you to fix it unless she specifically says, I need help with this problem. Nine times out of 10, she just wants you to listen. How many married dudes are listening to this right now? You're probably listening to this show right now and you're just nodding your head, your head north and saying, yep, 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 yep. I've been married 20 years, brother. You're right. About after year three, I learned to shut the hell up. It's true. Sometimes all you got to do is that's how women are. They just want you to listen. Now, if they ask you to help fix that problem, they trust you enough. Because if you think about it, anybody can give you, they can try and rectify some problem. They can try and give you some form of a solution. Anyone can do that. But not everybody can sit there and genuinely listen and actually give a fuck, actually care. So dudes, when she's wanting to talk to you, that's her way of saying, I need your support. I need you to be there emotionally. Now, whether you like that or not, that's part of being in a relationship. And you got to cut out a little time to freaking invest in that. Because I'm telling you when, you, when you create that environment for a woman, what she's going to give you back in return as far as unconditional love, that environment of trust, all of those things, it's worth it. It's a partnership. It's a back and forth. And people don't get that. It's not just one way. So men, you need to be finding the right woman that you can emotionally open up to. And if you feel like the woman you are currently with, you cannot do that to, you're probably with the wrong person. If you can do that with her, put a ring on it. That's incredible. It's rare to find. All right. I'm going to let it go on that one. It's enough ranting. Now let's get into the politics, all the soul-sucking aspects of the show. But I just felt like I really wanted to talk about that today because it was just a really beautiful email. Um, and I, 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 it definitely brought some things into the forefront of my mind. Can you hand me that pen, please? It brought me some things in the forefront of my mind that I wanted to bring about or talk about on the con, the podcast because I feel like hopefully a lot of people can benefit from that. I know I have in the past. Um, it's... Uh, it's something I feel can really do a lot of good out there. If more people are at least at least willing to understand and see where a person is coming from and identify that. Because like I told the lady in that email, I was like, look, make sure that number one, you acknowledge what this guy is doing. You acknowledge, say, hey, this is a massive green flag. You're working on yourself. That's impressive as hell. That's impressive because most men, like, I mean, we're just programmed a certain way. We just, we are a certain way. So when that dude is actually working on himself and making strides to make you feel a part of that team and trusting you, a little acknowledgement goes a long way with a guy. You don't have to throw this parade. You don't have to sit there and just like, ah, blah, blah. no, I'm just saying that a little like, hey, thanks for, I see you're working on yourself and just know it's appreciated. And I see that. I see you. And I appreciate that. Dudes will appreciate that in turn. It's a lot of appreciation. A lot of appreciate. Everybody gets appreciation. We're going to Oprah over here. All right. Let's stop talking about all the gay shit. Let's talk about some politics now. Oh, I'm pretty sure everybody, right. everybody in the comments is all like, oh, fucking sounds gay. No, it's true. It's fucking true. All this is true. You know what I'm saying is true. I appreciate you, buddy. Hey. Oh, fuck you, you homo. Anyway. <laughs> It does not change the fact that, yes, you do sign a prenup. <laughs> Let's just, everything in moderation, folks. Everything in moderation. I'm just saying. Every, even the comments on kick is like, it's true, but you still gay. <laughs> oh, I hope you're having a great day, folks. All right. 
lot to get to on the political spectrum here. Um, a lot to break into, so let's get into it. First, uh, first thing on the day, first thing on the docket, if you will. Trump, back in the news again. Another prosecution coming down the line. If you haven't seen this, Trump says deranged special counsel told him he's a target in the January 6th probe. Uh, former President Donald Trump announced a special counsel, Jack Smith, told him on Sunday he's a target of the January 6th investigation and must appear before the grand jury in four days. Uh, we, I think we knew this one because we talked about there was one in D.C., there's one in Florida, there's one in Georgia, and I think there was one more. I forget where it was supposed to come from. Maybe it was D.C. Was it D.C.? Was it D.C.? Yeah. yeah. So I, I, he was expecting this one. Um, Trump said his appearance before the grand jury likely means he will be indicted in the probe. Deranged Jack Smith, the prosecutor with Joe Biden's DOJ, sent a letter again. It was a Saturday, a Sunday night, stating, I am the target of the January 6th grand jury investigation and giving me a very short four days to report to the grand jury, which almost always means an arrest and indictment, he posed on True Social Tuesday. This is a never-ending fight that since the day I came down the escalator in Trump Tower, Trump continued. Um, rather than looking at the cheaters and the weaponized DOJ and FBI target and harass those who complain about the cheaters and the massive fraud that took place. These are hoaxes and scams made up to stop me from fighting for the American people, but it will never stop. He said, Oh, there's so much to dissect here. It's a waste of time. January 6th. You can't get Trump on. You're not going to get Trump on January 6th. It's impossible. Yeah, this has nothing to do about getting him in jail or any of that stuff. Yeah. It's about keeping him busy so he can't go out and campaign and do any of that stuff. I don't think so. I think, I think, it, no, I think it's I mean, that's my personal. No, take, think about this. No, 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 think about this though. I know where you're coming from. But they've seen every mile marker we've seen. The DA brag indictment. He turned around and fundraised 16 million. Democrats are not stupid. Let's do not underestimate Democrats here. Democrats know this is doing nothing but empowering Trump. This is giving Trump the press. They are making him the whipping boy. He is the prosecuted guy of a weaponized, politicized DOJ. P Democrats are not stupid. Let's not under. They know this is boosting his numbers because they genuinely feel Biden or whoever they have up their sleeve can beat Trump in a general election. I guarantee that's how they're thinking. I guarantee it. Uh, I think so. Mm. Well, I mean, look, D.A. Bragg knew he ain't got shit on Trump. Yeah. He, he's throwing all the, and he's, and it's, and you ain't got nothing on Trump. The if only thing that might, all this stuff, rather than going out and campaigning and spending mm -hmm. more time than that, then yeah. it's, he's wasting his money. I agree. And he's wasting his time. Well, I don't think Biden's going to run. Now they said Biden's chest this right guy, now is 75 million. Trump's is 30 something. And then, uh, uh, DeSantis is like 14 as far as the funds raised. I don't know where Biden's getting this money from. Cause this yeah, guy's not campaigning. Uh, corporations. Probably. Probably. It's not individual. I think the individual donors was maybe like 15 million. Who the hell is going to vote for Biden right now? And then now? the other yeah. portion of it was from, yeah, yeah like pharmaceutical companies. It's got to be. It's got to be. This guy's a but scumbag. How is, how is this guy not in jail? All the shit, all the yeah. tapes. Yeah. He's protected by the same political organizations that all the bootlickers love and support and blindly throw their arms around. It's like now, folks, you're finally starting to see. I mean, it took me a while, too. Back to blue, I get it, I get it. But finally, we are starting to see the weaponization that has been there this entire time. We just weren't privy to it. Now you're seeing it really being exposed. Now, does this mean I'm going to vote for Trump over DeSantis? Nope, sure doesn't. Do I think it's wrong? Absolutely. I think this is ridiculous. This is a, this is a political witch hunt. DeSantis is campaigning on this right now. talking about, like, this is what we're going to dismantle, as he should. Trump is too. But also, the thing that Trump's got working against him is he didn't. Trump put Ray in place, and now Ray is potentially going to be held in contempt of Congress before, uh, what was it, uh, McCarthy is threatening him now. And it's like, good job on that pick. 
I mean, look, it is what it is. Whether you like Trump or hate Trump, like it is what it is. And now we're facing the repercussions of a lot of bad picks. A lot of bad picks. I think he just came out and uh, surrounded himself with yes men. Well, no, he came out and admitted that he had surrounded himself with some no. uh, terrible people. And he still obviously. does. He still does. He's got Lindsey Graham up there campaigning for him. He's got Oliver Stone, or uh, Roger Oliver Stone, Jesus. I prefer Oliver Stone. Roger Stone's in his ear. That beta, he's a cuck. He's literally a cuck. For those that don't know that, Roger Stone is a massive degenerate. Massive degenerate, and nobody seems to care. So the very same people that sit there with the whole QAnon bullshit of like, Trump was sent by Jesus Christ to lead us and defend the Constitution, has got a degenerate in his left ear, dripping poison words nonstop non-stop that's who trump surrounds himself with i'm sorry i think it's a foolish move if trump wants to have a, vi a path to victory cut these idiots cut this clown show out of your campaign and start surrounding yourself with some intelligent people that know how to reach the core voter audience because it ain't the types like roger stone and it ain't the types like steve bannon i will tell you that it is not them it is not them because again DeSantis is still polling very strong with the independents trump is not the independents can make or break you, especially in these battleground swing states. In fact, they do make or break it. But then Trump comes out there like, I just want to smack the guy. We're not going to do ballot harvesting because we're going to over. We're going to swarm them. Is that what he said? It's what he said. It's what lost you the election. Ballot harvesting was fucking huge but in these, blue, sta blue states. These individual states, though, can go out and ballot harvest. They don't need him to sign up on all these. Yeah, exactly. Shit, right? But we, yeah. but Trump is the, the megaphone behind the movement. When Trump himself comes out there and says, like, well, we're not going to do this because we're swarmed by numbers. Like... Why would you do you that? Need to the numbers. You need the numbers. You need that. Don't I sit think you there. have to do both because the that, Democrats that cheat me, yes, so goddamn that much. That tells me that you've got to swarm them, but in so swarming them, you've got to ballot harvest. Now, not now for those that don't know, ballot harvesting is not legal in all fifty states. It's not. Each state is dependent upon their own set of laws that they've they've come down with. But when the head of the movement is telling you, we're not going to ballot harvest, bro, that is a strategy for defeat, and that merely makes me question how bad do you really want to win this. Yes, you play by the same rules. We sit here and we talk about stop letting Democrats beat us at their own game. Get worse. That means ballot harvest. And when Trump comes out and says, we're not going to do it, it's like, uh, dude, somebody needs to smack you. You need to get smacked. You're an idiot. You're surrounding yourself with yes men idiots. That or he's not listening, one of the two. But with this whole witch hunt thing, January, you're not going to get him on January. So there was a, how long was a special counsel for? It was like, what, two years? He literally came out and said, patriotically and peacefully yeah. protest. Yeah. I'm, I'm talking he, about the, the, the one with Liz Cheney and Kitzinger. They sat on the January 6th committee. It was like for what, almost a year, two years? We wasted millions of taxpayer dollars. Millions. And yet it continues. And Democrats, there's a strategy behind this, folks. Don't sit there and th don't take this at face value. There is a reasoning behind this. There is an ulterior motive. And I'm telling you, when you can recognize that, then you see the truth of the matter. I really do think that they believe they can beat Donald Trump in a general election because I know that they can probably beat him in Arizona. They can probably beat him in Georgia, a lot of these battleground states. I think they can beat him. But the real question is, they ain't running Biden. Who are they running? And it ain't going to be RFK either. I'm still I'm still led to believe it's going to be Newsom. I think it will be Newsom. Yeah, he's, he's the polished he's the, turd. Exactly. He's the perfect sleazebag, the perfect slicked hair politician. To go out there and say, hey, I believe in a lot of Biden's policies. Some not so much. He can be his own independent man outside of the shadow. Because, I mean, let's just be honest. Outside of the shadow of Biden, that's a very, very flimsy shadow to be out of. You know, Biden didn't really didn't like, when you talk about filling another man's shoes, 
you're filling some very small shoes. So a trained monkey can do better than what Joe Biden has done for the last three years. I think it's going to be Gavin Newsom because RFK is going to buck the system. He wants too much transparency. And by the way, he is not a conservative. He is not a conservative and he's not a libertarian. I love this about conservatives. I think conservatives want some fresh meat that are outside of Trump and DeSantis. And they look at RFK because he's built. He talks to Joe Rogan. He really resonates with a lot of voters. He does. But a lot of the shit he says is like, uh, no. Like, no. Uh, yeah. I just don't trust any of those people. I don't trust any. I don't even fucking trust DeSantis. The, the, the tweet you put out, or what, the <laughs> Instagram. text. You, you gay guy. <laughs> just text me. I, I love you. Oh, my gosh. And what you were saying? Uh, the Ramaswamy. Yeah. Tweets that he put up back in 2020 and 2021. I got these tweets that I, I got made aware of um, the other day. And this is Vivek Ramaswamy. Uh, and I said it yesterday on yesterday's show. And I found about this yesterday, but before, after the show. I didn't trust that guy. There is something slippery about this guy. Forget Trump. Forget DeSantis. I'm talking about Vivek on his own. There's something slimy about this dude. And this tweet came uh, in 2020. And he says, wearing a mask equals personal responsibility. It's puzzling when conservatives oppose it. No, it's not. And the fact that you even position it in that manner tells me everything I need to know about you. But then he continues, says, but before do you write, now listen to this. Listen to the rest of this tweet. This is the classic fence-sitting tweet. He is not going to commit to one or the other. He's going to point out the hypocrisies on both sides and play the middle. And that tells me you're just a fucking coward. Wearing a mask equals personal responsibility. It's puzzling when conservatives oppose it. But before deriding them, remember this. The CDC and WHO discouraged wearing masks in March, a noble lie to save masks for healthcare workers. Institutional lying erodes public trust in science. Oh, this dude played, this guy did like a triple towel toe loop in like mental gymnastics, or that's figure skating, if you're what it is. This guy literally, not literally, but figuratively, just played the entire fucking system in one tweet. That tells me he's intelligent. He's not stupid. Yeah. He's tweeted out something that both sides can be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I can look at him like, bro, it's puzzling how conservatives oppose mask safety. And you know you cannot simplify the problem to that type of parameter because it went far beyond that. It was forced masking. It was forced everything. There were a lot of people, there were a lot of conservatives that did want to wear masks. And here's the thing. I'm cool with that. Dude, I don't care. You want to wear a mask? Go to town, but don't force it. Yeah. And Vivek took that stance. Then in 2021, he said, Biden says all adults will be vaccine eligible by May 1st. That's good news. Give credit where credit is due. No, you're a snake. You're a snake. And here's the difference. Well, John, and I saw this in the comments on Instagram, and I know people don't think this way all the way through. Well, John... Everybody has a right to change their mind. Oh, yes, they do. But when push comes to shove and the metal meets the meat, the decision you make is what you will be judged for. So, no, there is no forgiveness from the likes of me that those that stood on the side decrying, oh, you're killing our grandmas and you are for the force, lockdowns, mandates, jabs, all that crap. You are partially responsible for every business that went under and was destroyed because of your fear of this made-up bullshit propagated by the WHO, the CDC, and China, and that was even a Acknowledged by our own people like Fauci when they talk about gain-of-function research. And Vivek Ramaswamy took that side. So, yes, you can change your mind later, and that's fine. But when it actually mattered, you were a fucking coward, and you stood on the side in opposition to freedom. So, fuck you. You get no forgiveness from me. Great that you changed your mind, but too little, too fucking late, dude. Yeah, he lost me at a noble lie. Yeah. 
As soon as yeah. you say noble lie, that means you'll lie about other stuff because you 100%. think it's noble. 100%. 100%. Because if masks really did work mm-hmm. and you're telling a, a lie to save the masks for healthcare workers, yeah. what, like, yeah. what, what are you doing? Yeah. There's nothing noble about a lie. No, nothing at all. The idea yeah, that like he, that he lost me and, at that, and I love so. that he even tried to position it in that manner. It was like you know the noble okay. lawyer saving man. Yeah, bullshit, like, oh, bullshit, dude. All right, you're a scumbag politician. Exactly. You're gonna play get both sides game. of this, and then like whichever side comes out victorious. Yeah. Like, well, you know, I would. Blah, blah, blah. Fuck you, Vivek. Fuck you, dude. That you know exactly what you're doing. Take a stance. I would have more respect for him if he was pro lockdowns yeah. and came back and be like, hey man, you know, I got it wrong. I'm sorry. Yeah. Fair. Enough. You played both sides. He did. Fuck you. He's, He's a scumbag politician. He's a scumbag politician. He's just, and he's sucking Trump's dick to get that VP slot. I don't trust that guy. I really do not trust that guy. I don't trust, I don't trust any of them, honestly. No, you can't, but I mean, that's a, that's a big one for me. It is. Especially hard pass. Cause when you destroy fully against wearing a mask from the very beginning, I remember. Yeah. Took a lot of shit. Yeah. So scumbags like that can, you know, he could suck a dick. Get out of politics. Get a real fucking job. I don't trust. I don't trust any of these people. None of them. None of these politicians. I don't care who they are. From Trump to DeSantis, it doesn't matter. There is no trust. There is no blind trust. All I can do is pick the candidate that I feel best would align themselves with the Constitution. That's it. That is it. And Vivek, it ain't him. It is not him. So I don't know. Oh my god. Liberty Bell in Rebel Chat says, Republican and Democrat politicians fight for two things, money and power. That's it. Ignore it all you want, but it's the truth. And she's not wrong. She's 100% right. Yeah. But, you know, in acknowledging said fact that you've clearly stated and I agree with, it's picking the lesser of the two evils. There is political corruption no matter where you go. We are always going to have political corruption. The human the human emotion, the human humanity is fallible. Corruption is always going to be there. Show me again this government, the system of government, of economic whatever that is without corruption. Now, in certain economic ways, there is way more corruption, such as socialism or communism. And to prove that, look at these socialist policies that we have in place right now. The VA healthcare system being a paramount in that whole that whole example given. So much corruption. So much. Without socialism, we'd have a more poor, a more, excuse me, a more pure form of capitalism. But what we don't have right now is actual capitalism. We've got socialism mixed in with corporatism, mixed in with now fascism. Oh, yes, it's real, folks. It is real. Do not kid yourselves otherwise. It is real. We read on yesterday's show, Joe Biden's administration has now been given the hot and clear to start putting pressure back on social media companies. Uh, yeah. Uh, what, 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 what would you call that, folks? What would you call that? And your Republican politicians that are spineless, little cowards, little freaking lizards sitting there. Well, well, here's what we're going to do. We're going to drag Zuckerberg up before Congress. Because I remember from 2016 to 2018, we had full total control of Congress and wasn't a fucking thing done. Not one thing done. Why? Because they're in on it. They are in on it. You can't tell me otherwise, and I'm going to say something here. Why don't you see the likes of Daily Wire getting hammered on Facebook and Instagram? YouTube, and eh, YouTube's Google, I get that. They pay to play the game. Crowder was right to an extent before he full went all dictator. Watch it. Watch it. Watch it. Watch it. <laughs> he looked like him. He looked like him. <laughs> I'm just saying. But Crowder was partially right. You cannot sit there and tell me that you are fighting big tech, but then paying big tech, big money. You cannot. You are not fighting them. You are instead playing both sides. 
So Daily Wire and the rest of them, put your fucking where your money is, put your mouth is, and get off these platforms that you are accusing of censoring you. I'm right there with you, but I'm not making fucking money off these cocksuckers, and I'm never going to pay for ads on these motherfuckers either. You do. Weird. It's a money gig. It's a money game, man. It's all about the money. Anyway, so Donald Trump talks about this. Smith's probe into January 6th uh, centers on Trump's effort to overturn the 2020 election. Smith already criminally charged Trump with about two dozen crimes related to documents in the National Archives wanted return, which fueled the 2024 fundraising efforts. Now, actually, Smith does have some grounds on this one because it is provable and Trump admitted on audio, which I'm like, dude, just shut up. Shut up. Stop talking. There's a reason why he couldn't. He, it was very difficult for him to find lawyers in Florida to actually take his case. Because from, remember, uh, Marina that came on, she said, essentially, it's career suicide at this point because your client doesn't listen to you. And if your client will not listen, you better not take the case. I also heard that these attorneys get a lot of pressure saying that they'll yep. get this barred mm-hmm. if they represent certain people. Mm-hmm. So that Which is bullshit, though. Yeah, it shouldn't be that way. It shouldn't no, be that way. It shouldn't be like that at all. Trump's campaign leads all 2024 presidential contenders with 22.52 million cash on hand thus far in the election cycle. 16 million of that, which came from the fundraising off of the DA indictments. Now, folks, look, John, whose side are you on? I'm on your side. In the sense of, I do not believe I would ever donate to a single politician, a billionaire politician that tells me, Hey, they're trying to come after me on these bullshit indictments, donate to my campaign for, uh, no. No, I'm not. I am not giving you my money. Why would I give you my money when you want to incentivize people to take it? Did Trump go after the IRS? Did Trump go after the FBI? No. Based upon your previous actions. Do you think that happened because they had opened up that investigation with him colluding with Russia mm-hmm. and that's why he couldn't, Fire the pro- the FBI director? Not necessarily. Because he, if he, he appointed fought, the FBI director. If, uh, Comey. Ray. Well, uh, Comey. Prior, prior, yes. But if he was being investigated, then he couldn't just start firing people because it then would look like, okay, now he's it would a dictator. Look bad, yes, at the same token. But at the same, you know, with that being said, you do make a point there. But it's kind of like, why are you picking these people that are Sorry, I think that the, goes along the lines of what we just talked about. He's yeah. like, yeah, I had I surrounded myself with some shitty people, obviously. Which makes me wonder. Like, it's like, if, if that's got, what you did. If and you, you have you, 20 turds in front of me and you're like, okay, pick them for your cabinet. Like, yeah. okay, I'll take that turd and exactly. that turd. But then doesn't that, doesn't that reflect on the individual's ability to pick them the correct way? I guess you you learn from that experience. Well, pretty, yeah, pretty but it's damn like if quick. you say that you're going to dread the swamp, and there is no swamp, it's just corruption. If you're going to battle the corruption, and you're picking uh, corrupted motherfuckers, he backed Romney, Paul Ryan, Graham, all these motherfuckers. Oz, yeah, all, all these those guys are, are like, swamp people. They're swamp people. So it's like, look, he actually picked some other good people, but it's like, I'm sorry, when you tell me that you're going to do this, this, and this, bro, I got to look at your actions. I'm like, uh, you're picking the wrong ones, dude. I mean, you're but the everybody but in the government thing, is a total scumbag. Yes, but who is basically in this guy's ear telling him who to pick? That's the problem that I'm seeing here. It's kind of like Actually, Trump says he's going to pick different people. That's fine. But who is influencing you? And he's still got the same fucking retards. Mike Lindell, Bob Bannon, all these idiots are still in his inner circle. So I don't think he's going to pick the right guys again because he's still surrounding himself at the core of 
with the morons. Like, dude, I'm sorry. You've got a my pillow guy out there that wants to, ah, uh, you know, Rod DeSantis is in the swamp because the lawyer. But like, dude, shut the fuck up. You're a crackhead that sells fucking pillows. What the fuck do you know about politics? Let's just be honest. What you did though is you saw the cash cow Donald Trump. You threw your support in there. You knew your pillow sales were going to go through the fucking roof because you know when people come after you and try and make you a victim, it fucking incentivizes sales like crazy. Oh, it's a classic fucking grift. And then you're going to basically latch onto this because you know that's your meal ticket. Without Donald Trump, you're nothing. Because once he's gone, these dudes are fucked. So they're going to try and use him and keep him in power as long as they can. Do not think. Do not think for one second, folks. These people give two flying fucks about you. It's what Donald Trump can do for them. Do not get it. They're lobbyists. They are lobbyists at core. And if you think they're not going to go after and latch on to Santos, you're sadly mistaken. It's everywhere. But see through the grift, see through the bullshit, and see for what it actually... Steve Bannon is one of the biggest fucking grifters there are. He used a wall to embezzle money. Donated money. This guy should still be in prison. What does Trump do? He pardons this. Meanwhile, you got Snowden. You got Assange. These motherfuckers are actual whistleblowers that did good. Now, yeah. again, I don't agree with everything Assange did and how he did it, but those are actual whistleblowers. Still fucking alienated. Why? Why is that? Is yeah, part- what happened to that guy? He's still in jail someplace. Yeah. I doubt we're ever going to see that motherfucker again. You know, when Dan Crenshaw was on the podcast with like a year or so ago, and he was talking about having, you know, you need some of these people to show you the ropes as you get in. Yeah. I think that's, it makes more sense Oh, now. it does. Yeah. It does. 100%. But at the same token, Because though, all these people in there are... You got to assume they're all corrupt scumbags. 100%. But they know 100%. how the game works, and you have yeah. to have somebody to show you the ropes so you can get going. Yeah, true. But at the same so time, like, it's kind of like, well, what are they passing hands, off on you? Jerk dicks, tickle buttholes <laughs> to get what you want. True. True. But at the same token, though, when I look at the same people that we keep putting back in, like McConnell's, McCarthy's, I'm like, they should have, be voted. Like, how do they keep getting voted in? Because they got the power and the money, man. They got the power and the money. And I, I don't understand how they're voting. Like, if Lindsey Graham in his own state gets booed on the stage, my question is, why the fuck do you in keep voting for him? State. In his home state, why do you keep voting for this rhino? Goes over to Ukraine. Money well spent. I want to punch that guy in the fucking face. Oh, I hate him. I yeah. hate him. Money well spent. Give that cocksucker an AK-47 and put him on the fucking front. Go put your money where your mouth is, Graham. Graham is another example of these politicians that are going to send your sons and daughters off to go fight and die carelessly for some bullshit that has nothing to do with America. This is Biden's war. This is Biden's war, and every single one of you retards out there that put that stupid blue and yellow flag on your fucking cars and changed your profile pics, you fell for it once again because you don't think shit through. You take things at face value, you latch onto it because it's the altruistic thing to do because you want to virtue signal all of your fucking friends on social media, but you don't have a fucking clue about what it is that you're actually talking about. This is Biden protecting himself in his barisma bullshit. This happened under Obama back in 2013, 2014, but nobody wants to do the research. I had to sit there and pour through hours of all this kinds of documentation research on what was going on. Nobody even knew about Ukraine. Nobody gave a fuck about Ukraine until this war kicked off. And then you start doing some digging and you're like, wait a minute, something's wrong here. Something's corrupt. Something's not right. And if that's the way it is, if something smells fishy, stay the hell away from it. But what I love about this is everyone that just so willingly, especially on the left, oh, we should throw them all kinds of money. I didn't vote for that. Why do you? And you see, this is the part that is very skeptical with me, that I think there there should be some amendments to the Constitution, that there should be a popularity vote. A vote should be taken when you're going to be spending 
taxpayer dollars over a certain percentage. So like if that taxpayer, and, I, and we have a rule for shell shock, yeah. any purchase over $500, we have to come together and agree upon or five or a thousand, I forget what it is. But it's like, that is our rule across the board for, for the owners. If there's a purchase that has to be made over 500, we have to get consensus on this. And it works. Same thing should be applied to the, to the Commonwealth of America. If we're wanting to fund Ukraine for say $2 trillion, take a vote, take a vote. But there was no vote taken. They just said, we're going to send it. Now I understand elected representatives have to represent the constituents. I get that. But when it comes to a matter of that magnitude with their money, man, the election cycles like every four years, you ain't got that kind of time to boat, boot that motherfucker out. But every single one of these dudes, every single one of these corrupt politicians, these actual rhinos, and look, the new definition of a rhino and globalist just dropped, and that's usually anybody that opposes Donald Trump. That's what the MAGA cult 45. It doesn't mean if you support Trump, I'm talking about the cultists that will never say that Trump does anything wrong. That if you oppose Trump, you must be a rhino, you must be a globalist, you must be uniparty, you must be QAnon. You sound like a bunch of fucking retards at this point, quite honestly. You sound no different than liberals. You sound no different. That if you cannot even sit there and criticize Donald Trump on the things he's fucked up on, I don't trust you. I don't trust a fucking thing you say. Because that just means that you're a blind worshiper, and if that's the case, you will let that dude get away with murder, and that's not the way it should be. It's not the way any politician, cop, political figure, it doesn't matter. That's how they should all be treated. So if you really want to do that job, you know what comes with it. Then see how bad you really fucking want it. But no, instead now it's just, you close your eyes like, oh, he's, just, he's like Jesus Christ reincarnate. If Jesus Christ grabbed Mary Magdalene by the pussy and said it. Allegedly. Allegedly. I mean, when it comes out of your own mouth, come on, come on. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Share the show, folks. Share the show. Let's move on. Speaking of the military, parents, you need to tell your kids, do not enlist. Do not enlist. This just dropped. Report. Female Army National Guard recruit was forced to shower with transgender male. A female National Guard recruit considered resigning after being forced to shower with a transgender person identifying as a woman who still has male genitalia, according to a report. Now, you mothers out there, you fathers out there, your kid is 17, 18 years old. They want to get out of their hometown. Those recruiters, they're come sniffing. Somebody's of age. Uncle Sam needs some meat for the meat grinder. This is a 13-year Army veteran saying this, guys. Come on. That says something. Those recruiters come sniffing. This is real. This is fucking real. According to Fox News Digital, an 18-year-old, she's eight fucking teen years old. 18. She's not even a full adult yet. I mean, come on. She is, but she's not. Same for men. 18-year-old military recruit was forced to not only shower with a biological male, but she was forced to sleep in between two individuals who were supposedly changing from male to female. The recruit reported significant distress about the matter, and I guarantee you they probably told her, you're being a bigot, you're being transphobic, be quiet, blah, 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 blah. No, bullshit. This is why the military numbers should continue to plummet. Starve the war machine. You fucking went after them because of the jabs? You witch hunted them? And now this transgender ideology that you just openly embrace... And you sit there and you wonder why people don't want to put their children around these fucking insane fruitcakes. Nor should they. 
Your job is to fight and kill. It is not to sit there and bend into these woke ideology bullshit. It's ridiculous. I'm aware of the situation. It was just brought to my attention. A young woman in the South Dakota National Guard experienced a situation of basic training where she was sleeping in an open bay and showering with biological males who had had no gender reassignment surgery. Even if they had, I don't care. Why the hell are you letting trans into the military? It is a psychological disorder that you've attempted to normalize. Folks, I know it's hard to hear. I know it's hard to understand. It's hard to grasp, but it's the truth. The nation's military has fallen. It has fallen. It has been compromised with this woke BS. So if you want to go fight and die for this administration, you'll be my fucking guest. Because I'm telling you right now, the recruitment numbers are lower than they've ever been in 50 fucking years. Biden's calling back to IRR. And here's the deal. You better listen to me right now, folks. You better listen to John Burke when he fucking rants because he knows what he's talking about. After the IRR comes what? If you can't fill those roles, if you can't fill those jobs and the IRR isn't enough, the very same thing that got abolished back in 75 is going to come back. The draft. And if you think they're going to call my old ass up, they ain't. They're going for your kids now. You Democrats that you vote so gaily. Oh, Joe Biden, Donald Trump, so evil. Fine. Draft dodger. I can't wait to go see your kids die in Ukraine because that's on you. You voted for this. You voted for this moron. You voted for this dementia-ridden, pedophilic old guy. That's what you want. The rich old white dude that you claim to hate so much, you voted for again. The very same guy that said, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black, that had the just likes of Cardi B, who's just the most intelligent black woman that you could have possibly imagined. Like the most ghetto ratchet queen of them all. And that's what they use to try and influence your black vote. That's how little they think of you. That's how stupid they think you are. And truth be told, and here's the fucked up part, they're kind of right. Because you keep voting for the same stupid shit. And you keep following line with these stupid fucking black influencers that don't know fuck all about anything. And they keep leading your culture down this road that you kill each other at astronomical rates and you allow rich, white, liberal men to influence you and manipulate you like political pawns and you fall for it every fucking time. So it's really hard as a white guy to feel like the slightest bit sorry for you because you keep voting in the same fucking trash. But you buy into this, oh, the whites are the racist. The whites are the racist. No, you keep believing the same propaganda they keep spewing out. And you allow this race war to further divide, further divide, because you got Rashida Tlaib, Ilhan Omar, all these idiots out there that if you actually talk to on a personal level are dumber than a box of fucking rocks. Another reason why the 19th Amendment should be fucking yanked and repealed, because women are some of the dumbest fucking politicians I've ever seen. Not all, but there's a good fucking chunk. And they are the best. They are the best at manipulating you. Oh, yes, they are. They're so good at it. AOC can get up there, flash a little horse teeth, do a little fucking jiggle with her tits, and you fall head over heel in love with that shit. She's a fucking idiot. Cost her own district over 30,000 fucking jobs. And what happened? You turned around and you reelected her because you're fucking stupid. You're stupid. So you'll excuse me if I don't feel sorry for the crime in your fucking cities. Or the bullshit you've got going on in your homelessness in all these fucking blue areas. Every single one of you idiots wants to come from these bullshit little blue shitholes and move to red districts. And what do you do? You vote for the same shit. And then you sit there and you, you gasp. Oh my God. I can't believe what's just what's happening here. It's like it was in LA. Well, what's the common denominator? You motherfuckers. Because you vote with your emotions.
and you buy into the bullshit propaganda. All Republicans are racist. No, not really, because it wasn't the Republican Party that invented the KKK. That was you. Oh, crazy how we forget history. Ouch. Forget how we just, we, we tend to forget our history. Folks, go look it up. It was Republicans that wanted to free the slaves. But the party switched. No, they didn't. Two politicians did. Oh, just kind of like uh, Manchin almost did. Cinema did. She went independent. So does that mean the great party switched now? No, it doesn't. You got these fucking morons. You've got these morons. Folks, I'm telling you, get out of the cities. Get out of the, your dollar's going to go so much further. It's going to go so much further when you get the hell away from those fucking liberal shitholes. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. National Guard experienced a situation of basic training where she was sleeping in an open bay and showering biological males who had not gender reassignment surgery yet, but were documented as females because they had begun the drug therapy process, he said. So now you have people that are on drugs. And by the way, this is not something that's been tested rigorously. There haven't been a shitload of clinical trials on this. They're just experimenting as they go. So now you have an individual that feels that they are in the wrong body. They're going to go through a surgical process that will forever sterilize them, prevent them from feeling an orgasm. Yes, folks, I know that seems very simplistic in the way I say it, but if you are voluntarily willing to go through a surgical process that says, I am never going to experience an orgasm again for the rest of my life and no surgery can reverse that, you're telling me that's of sound mind? This is where our society has fallen. We caved and we pandered to the mentally ill people to make them feel normal instead of ostracizing them, exiling them, bullying them into understanding you are fucked in the head. Go get help. But instead, oh, we got to, we got to pull like the liberals. We just got to love everyone. We got to love and bring, we just got to love, 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 inclusivity. We don't want to make anybody. I don't want you in my country. I don't want you in my military. I don't even want you in my fucking community. You freak jobs. When you're out there shooting up a fucking school, you're crazy. You're fucking crazy. You're crazy. You're so crazy. It's the truth. It's the fucking truth. That's the show opener right there. <laughs> Boom. Boom. Do you really want your son or daughter sharing a foxhole with some fruitcake that doesn't know what fucking sex they are? Oh, gender's a social construct. I reject your reality and substitute my own because I just know so much more. It's always the fucking Gen Z retards. You ever notice that? It's always them. They know the most because they have just such a vast experience of life experiences to pull from. Christ, you just started paying taxes. The last vagina half you dudes touch you were pushed out of. Shut the fuck up. Tired of listening to these fucking idiots on TikTok. Oh, look at me. I'm 18 years old. Here's my TikTok. I have this many followers. They follow you because they want to look at your tits and ass because you probably got an OnlyFans link in there. I don't give a fuck about what you have to say. Dumb fucking idiot. And you idiots follow them. You listen to them. Oh, what what, what did this hairy guy that's an 18-year-old Gen Z, like you look at these fucking, uh, Biden and the White House, we're going to keep him in That's right. That's right. These white dudes trying to act black. What the fuck is this about with your little fruitcake haircut, that hairy what's-his-face? You see these, these, these little idiot Gen Z Democrat influencers? Ah, oh, oh, little beta bitches. You just want to walk up and smack the fuck out of him. Like, bro, shut the fuck up, you little homo. You know you're a little gay. Stop. Stop with this. Stop pretending. You're not straight. Straight dudes don't act. Mm, mm, mm. Do a little, that's right. We keep it in the White House. Bro, dog. You grew up on the streets of what? Martha Stone, Martha's Vineyard. Get the fuck out of here. The fuck? You bunch of little white cracker ass motherfuckers. Oh, sorry, losers. I love this shit. But people eat this shit up. 
because it resonates with other Gen Z people. Why? Because folks, I know why. We were all that age and we were all just as fucking retarded. Yes, we were. Yes, we were. We were impressionable. We were easily influenced. And that's what we do. Share the show. Recruit. Let's build the army of the lost savages. Share the show. Hit that share button right now, motherfuckers. Oh my gosh. This 18-year-old girl was uncomfortable with her situation, but had limited options on how to deal with it. If she raised her hand, she feared she'd be targeted for retaliation. That's the truth. That is the truth. And I guarantee that EO rep that's probably a minority that's not white is probably going to use it against them. Well, you just sound like you're being racist. You know the majority of EO representatives when I were in when I was in was were black. Yeah. If you've got a racially discrimination issue, the racial discrimination issue you want to bring up in regards to you being targeted because you're white and you bring it to a black EO rep, oh, good luck. They're going to laugh at you. Or they're going to be like, oh, yeah, we'll take we'll take a good look at this. And yeah, yeah you put it on the stack of paper. Like, Fuck off. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I am tired of white people being discriminated against in this America. This is not what we fought for. I am tired of our skin color being used as a means of trying to belittle us and make us feel less Blaming us for the sins of other people that didn't even exist in our lives. Oh, I'm sick of it. So as a cracker, you can shut your racist ass the fuck up. When these black people want to come at me sideways, you be my guest. This honky ain't going to fucking take a knee. This honky's going to back it up with fucking facts. And that's why you don't like me. I really don't care. John Burke's such a racist. Name me one thing that I said that's racist. You can't. I can name several things that I can back up with statistics and you cannot. Oh, well, then the statistics now are racist. Okay. That's the way it's always going to work. Well, well got, math is racist. Well, math is racist. And if you were like in shape, then that's a right-wing idea. Man, I wish we could have a war. Just get rid of these fucking idiots from our country. Bunch of morons. This is what liberal indoctrination breeding grounds, a.k.a. campuses, have created. These are the morons out there that populate our everyday, and they vote. And what's worse is they reproduce. Ooh. She'd be targeted for retaliation. She could have recycled, which would have delayed her freshman college start and would not have provided a guarantee of a different situation. She could have requested to leave the guard for religious purposes and not able to pursue her dream of serving her country. That's not even religious. That's not even, that's common sense. Rounds was asking the Biden administration's nominee for chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, General CQ Brown, how he would deal with the situation if confirmed by the Senate. Brown responded, sir, one of the things I've thought about in throughout my career as you're being inclusive, you also don't want to make the other individuals uncomfortable. And so there's a reason as we look at our policies and our approaches and get feedback like this, we have to say, you don't need feedback to understand. This is a common fuck. Are you telling me as a general, you didn't have enough foresight to say, hey, you know, making women sleeper in the same take showers and days with penises that are saying you're going to be women. That might make them feel a little uncomfortable. You are telling me that you did not have enough foresight to kind of see that coming? Fucking Helen Keller could have seen that coming. Are you kidding me? These people are so, in, they are willfully stupid. They are willfully playing this dumb card because they don't want to be accused of being discriminatory. Folks, common fucking sense dictates. There isn't a woman out there that's going to feel comfortable with two dudes with a dick showering with them. Well, it's just because they haven't undergone the treatment yet. That Oh, yeah, that, 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 that's why. Yeah, I, I'm sure. I'm sure. Cut the dick off and then, oh, it's okay. You don't have a dick. We're good. No, no. It goes a little deeper than that. Way to try and make light a situation that has way more depth to it. Because they didn't have the surgery yet and they're still on the drug. Get the fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. And you got to love. And again, this is the prime definition. 
This is the prime example of why these, these soldiers, these generals, are nothing more than bureaucrats in uniform. And they're going to be the yes men. Oh, no, no, no. We're going to take into consideration how we might make other people uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. You pandered to the minority to make the majority uncomfortable. Now you're getting some blowback. And especially if it's a black woman. Oh, you ain't got fuck on the make her Muslim. Dude, bingo, intersectional bingo. You can't fight that. You're just being racist. Uh, she's a black woman that's Muslim. Yeah, okay. And although they, they can be racist, I'm not trying to say they're not. But it, if it's a white woman, oh, no, no, no. You just get swept under the rug because you're white. That's that white privilege. White privilege. It should be a privilege for you to sleep between two dudes that are pretending to be women and want to chop their penises off. That's a privilege. That's such a privilege. You're still white and privileged. I wish I was as privileged as you. I, as a black man, would love to sleep between two white dudes with a penis and said they're women. White privilege. Racist bitch. Am I wrong? You ain't wrong. I ain't wrong, folks. What a world. What a world we live in. All right, we got to wrap this up. Kirby says, military has foundational sacred obligation to provide troops with abortion access. The representation of this, of you getting to duck responsibility for your actions, is insane. It used to be the military was like, you will face the consequences of your actions. Whether they be good or bad, you will face them. This, nope, not so much. Hey, you fuck around, you get knocked up. We'll, we'll, we'll provide taxpayer-funded abortions. I didn't vote for this to fund the military. White House spokesman John Kirby on Tuesday argued it is a foundational sacred obligation for military leaders to provide troops and their family members with access to abortion. During a White House briefing on Tuesday, a reporter asked Kirby if the Biden administration's policy of paying for troops and their family members to travel out of state for abortion is critical for military, excuse me, mil critical for military readiness. I wish I could line these people up against the wall and shoot them. Traitors. Traitors. Kirby responded that since the U.S. military comprised of volunteers, it was a foundational sacred obligation to provide them and their family members with paid travel and time off to get abortions if they were based in states where it was restricted. What that translates to is they get your taxpayer dollars to pay for them to go have fun and then not face the consequences of said fun through your money. You're starting to kind of see this trend now, why these elected representatives are no longer representing us. Dude, I'm ready for this fucking coup. I'm ready. Let's get some guillotines. I'm, I'm all for it. I'm tired. The corruption is just, it's gone so deep. There ain't no voting our way out of this, folks. The, all you can do right now, like being honest here, you starve the war machine. Don't give them bodies. If they try a draft, don't go. Don't go. They're going to come after us in mass? No. Do not send your sons and daughters to fight for this. Do not donate to the military on shit like this when they have the little fucking their things out there. Call for more regulation, less spending on DOD. Absolutely. Cut the budgets. Cut the funding. Get rid of these generals. It's fucking ridiculous. Fucking ridiculous. You have a sacred obligation. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, you got to love this one. Massachusetts calls on residents to take border crossers into their homes. 
And then you, I love when they do these guy on the street interviews with all these fucking liberals out there. It's like, uh, I mean, you were talking about this prior yeah. to the show. What, what was this? Say it again. What? The uh, taking border crosses into their homes. And then you do these guy on the street interviews and they're all kind of like, oh, well, well I, 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 every excuse gets pulled out of their ass as to why they can't. Oh. I rent. I do this. I can't. I'm like, oh, okay. Okay. Uh, was that me talking about it? I'm not sure. It's fucking. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We were just talking about prior to this. <clears throat> I remember it was, you talking about they were doing like these interviews with these people on the streets. It's like, hey, would you take these people in your home? It's like, uh, yeah, I, I rent. I can't. Or, uh, you know, I, I'm I'm moving. Or I'm, It's always some kind of excuse, but they want you to do it. Yeah. I don't know. There's just, nobody wants to take strangers into their house Fuck that they don't no. know, especially when they're coming across the border. Mm -hmm. You have no idea where these people are coming from. You don't know their cultural background. You don't know anything about them. You don't know if they're druggies. You don't know if they're rapists. You don't even know if they're felons. They could be upstanding good citizens actually just seeking refuge for all you know. But the fact is you don't know. So now the question is, say like you got kids at the home. Say like you got one kid. Say like you got a dog you just really love. Maybe that hamster that's just so cute. Are you really going to basically bet their well-being that that person you're bringing into your home is an upstanding good citizen? Are you willing to bet that? And if the answer to that is yes, you're an idiot. I think the interviews were in New York where there was a guy walking around asking people yeah. if they would take him in yeah. into their house. Mm -hmm. They're like, uh, uh, I would, but I don't have enough room. Because they're racist, but I'm not going to because, you know, I, I rent and I have tenants, so I can't die. Yeah. Fucking liars. It's okay to say no. It absolutely is. And I don't want them it's coming okay across. It's okay to want a safe border. Yeah. It's okay to want to, you know, protect yep. your family from mm -hmm. criminals that are really coming across the border and, you know, screwing up our country. Well, Joe Biden has not stopped playing upon the ignorance of his voter base because he's very good at this because these idiot Gen Zs and millennial lowercase and millennials like the lower age bracket. You keep falling for this bullshit. Biden's new student loan scheme. Oh, he's back at it again. After the Supreme Court said, uh, no, that's not legal. That's not constitutional. Uh, it's going to cost taxpayers his new scheme. $475 billion over 10 years, Penn Wharton budget model predicts. The Penn Wharton budget model estimated Monday evening that President Biden's new income-driven repayment plan will cost nearly half a trillion dollars. About $200 billion of that cost will come from payment reductions for the $1.64 trillion in loans already outstanding in 20... That's just 2023. You know, why not ask the colleges to pay these students back for overcharging them for a shitty education? I agree with that one. But what I love about this is we've already funded so much of this to Ukraine. We've already given Ukraine this. Yeah. So what's to say they couldn't just do this now? There's a reason they're not going to, folks. He pulled that money for Ukraine against our will, against our better judgment. Did it anyway. There is nothing stopping Biden from doing this again. But the fact is he can't. He cannot. You cannot tell a business to forgive loan. You cannot tell a bank to forgive a loan. As a federal government, you cannot. You can buy said loan. You can acquire said loan. But you cannot force a business to say you have to forgive this debt. Doesn't work that way. Does not work that way. Very unconstitutional. Biden knows this. But instead, what he's going to do is he's going to blame the racist Republicans and the racist Supreme Court, pin it on them. Well, it's your fault. I can't make a business say that you don't have to pay us back because you're just a bunch of racist Republicans. And all you stupid liberals out there, you believe this shit. You believe this. You buy it hook, line, and sinker. Why? Because, you look, they're not that stupid. They know this is wrong, but they don't care because they want your money, folks. They want your money. You should be the ones responsible. 
It's like we're living and we are living in this welfare nanny state where we got to babysit the stupid fucking liberals that don't want to go out there and get a job. They don't want to go out there and actually work. Instead, they want to go to college, fuck as many people as they can, have about 20 different abortions in some field that doesn't even fucking matter. They can't find a job in. Then graduate, get out there, wonder why they're still working at McDonald's when they're in the fucking 30s and they spent like over 200000 in student loans. That ain't my fault that your mom and dad raised a fucking retard. That's their fault. Maybe you should go and fucking pester them. I don't want to pay for them. I think that's fair. I think that's more than fair. Ooh, I'm on one today. I'm damn. on one today. Damn. Damn. So hot. Hot damn. Last article. Miranda Lambert. Total cunt. Total fucking cunt. I love that intro. I know, right? <laughs> it's just in. Miranda Lambert is a total cunt. cunt. Total cunt. Listen to this. This is how pathetic this woman is. Maybe, uh, what was the dude that left her? Blake, what's his face? Maybe he had something. Maybe he knew something about Blake, her. Blake Sheldon. Blake Sheldon, I guess, who I guess went and married Gwen Stefani. Probably realized how much of a cunt this woman really is. Oh, before I get into this, uh, Shania, before I get into this, before cut. I get into this cunt, let me talk about this other cunt, <laughs> Shania Twain. Have you seen this woman? Uh, not recently. Bro, I don't know where the footage is. She was just recently performing at a concert and she does not, she looks like she's wearing an adult diaper. She's bleached her hair. She's acting young. She's about to hit 60 years old. Really? And this woman is out there acting old. a fucking wacko. Like Britney Spears level shit. What the hell has happened? Dude, Britney Spears Instagram stuff Ooh. is 100% crazy. Free Britney! And this is what you get. You're free Britney. She's a fucking psycho bitch. Dancing oh, yeah. in her foyer with... Uh, underwear on. And it's not even <laughs> it's dancing. Like it's like, I don't know what you're doing. Like, uh, <laughs> what? And then people are kind of like, oh, she's so empowering. Britney Spears is the classic example of what happens when you raise a child star. Like, that woman has never had a normal life. Yeah, she's, she's like, never, uh, and she never will. It's that movie with uh, Jim Carrey. Truman Show. Truman Show, yeah. Yep, 100%. Where she's just, like, encapsulated she is with all like, these people that are just... She is one more court date away from a suicide note. That woman, she's going to do it. She's going to kill herself. She looks crazy. I'm so. surprised she hasn't already. She's done. She is mentally not all there. And all she's done is surround herself with people. I mean, can you imagine? I'm not trying to blame her fully on this. But when your own dad and your own mother, you're at war with your own sister. Yeah. You don't have family you can trust anymore. Like, fuck. Everybody and their mom's coming for you and your fortune. Yep. If that's the life you want to be a pop star, you can have it. No, thank you. But, um, yeah, Shania Twain, oh, man, she does does not look good. She does not look good. It, she looks fucking weird. Just really weird. But Miranda Lambert lashes out at fans during concert, causing people to walk out. It's pissing me off. This concert in Las Vegas was part of the country star Velvet Rodeo residency. Miranda Lambert put a group of fans on blast during her concert Saturday night, eliciting a mixed reaction from the rest of her Vegas audience. What did they do, you may ask? This is true, folks. Uh, only a few bars in her track, Tin Man, Lambert told the audience, I'm going to stop right here for a second. These girls are worried about their selfie and not listening to the song. It's pissing me off a little bit. She motioned to the arena in the crowd or the area in the crowd. Are you fucking kidding me? The fact that these girls stood up and took selfies with you in the background, you as the focal point. They're associating the fact that they're with you at your show. They're proud of this. And you want to attack them for it because they're not listening? I'm sure they've heard your shitty music to begin with. That's why they're there in the first place, you dumb blonde cunt. Why don't you shut the fuck up and do as you're paid to do, you fucking monkey? Sing the songs and shut the fuck up. 
Maybe pose. Maybe pose. Maybe pose in the background. Have maybe, fun with it. Maybe, hey, girls, come up on stage. Let's do this together. And then, I don't know, because they made you the fucking millionaire. No wonder Blake didn't want to fucking marry you, you stupid bitch. You're a fucking cunt. Good Lord. Are You, you are so miserable. It's pissing me off. They're, they're not. You're a performer. Get used to the fact that people might be there to heckle you. They might not be listening intently, but you still got to perform. But you also get paid a lot of money. Yeah. Shut the fuck up and dance, clown. Spent uh, probably a lot of money on those tickets, right? Did you see where they were? No. I mean, they were right yeah. down front. Oh, so yeah, they were on the front row. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they weren't cheap <clears throat> tickets. Yeah. So, obviously, I think you would want to, I don't know, memorialize that moment with the picture, maybe? Yeah. That everybody has a 100%. camera in their With in their her pocket. in the background. Right. And she says, I don't like it at all. She said to many cheers. Someone give me a Bud Light. Somebody give me a Bud Light. And then we're going to go perform with Dylan Mulvaney. Uh, we're here to hear some country music tonight. I'm singing some country damn music. What does that have to do with anything? Did they try and shut you down? Did they try and shout over you? Were they being problematic? They were literally just taking a photo. And the thing I love about it is the fans that she went after fought back. Yep. Oh, they're they're pushing Boston back. Boston four twenty in the chat says seven fifty a piece. Damn. Shut the fuck. No way. No way. Seven hundred fifty. That's like more than Taylor Swift, isn't it? That's a lot of. That's a lot of quiche. She said, sit down. She told the group, motioning of them to take a seat. Shall we start again? She then asked the crowd before beginning the song. Um, while she continued to sing, Lambert received mixed reactions from the crowd. Some began to holler, cheer, and whistle for the 39-year-old while others left the arena in protest. And a fan-recorded video, a person can be heard saying to those around her, let's go, come on, you don't do that to fans. And they're right. Yeah. You don't do that to fans. Nope. You get Dude. down and you pose with them. Yeah, you and you be nice. Idiot. They're the ones that put you in that spot. They paid to come listen to you bitch sing. Like, oh, and she's fat, too. Look at her. Like, she's gaining a lot of weight. What? A, like, she just looks like a fucking cunt. The court of public opinion chimed in on social media with thousands of comments being left on the TikTok video. I love Miranda, but what happened when fame and the fact that she was always like that. This is just put a magnifying glass on as all this did. Another TikTok user wrote a more sympathetic, uh, sympathetic writing. I mean, give the artist you pay tickets to your undivided attention. You don't need to record everything. Embrace it. Um, not really. Because if I do want to take a selfie, why not? Yeah. I paid. That's my money. Is there a rule that said that you couldn't do it? And if there wasn't, then shut the fuck up. Most users were not as forgiving, offering criticism of the house that built me singer. Yeah, I would have left. Fuck that one person wrote. They paid to be there. If you don't want pictures and don't allow phones, that's ridiculous. I've seen tons of people record their, re, uh, their reactions to hearing their favorite song live. I feel like they were just as excited that someone called for another person suggested. And that's when I'd have walked out. She just looks like a midget with Down syndrome when I look at her photos. Like, okay. One of the women that was reprimanded by Lambert is now speaking out on the situation, saying she's been left appalled. It was 30 seconds at most, Adila Kalen, 43, told NBC News. We took the picture quickly, and we were going to sit back down. It felt like I was back at school with the teacher scolding me for doing something wrong and telling me to sit back down in my place. I feel like she was determined to make us look like we were young, immature, and vain, but we were just grown women in our 30s to 60s trying to take a picture. Uh, Callen said she believes Lambert's reaction could have been fueled by the recent dangerous trend of musicians, including Taylor Swift, Harry Styles, Kelsey Barini, Pink, and Bebe reacting, having objects thrown at them while performing on stage. A representative for Lambert did not immediately return with blah, blah, blah. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. Nothing was thrown at her. They Nothing were taking a picture. Taking you a can picture. see what somebody looks like when they're taking a picture. Yeah. And I actually saw the photo of the people that are in question. They're elder women. They're older women. They, they, and you know, the thing was, they did not look like teeny boppers. They were well-dressed. 
And in the photo, they were smiling. They were posing very gracefully. I don't know what Miranda's got to bug up her ass about, but the fact that they have fans, I would be honored. I would be honored as fuck if I'm sitting there speaking at an event and people are down in the crowd taking a fucking selfie with me in the background. Yeah. I would be humbled. And you're right. I probably would stop. And, hey, come on. Let's do this together. Hey, push pause on that. When I'm done, let's go take a selfie together. Fuck yes. They made you. They put you there. But that just tells me, and again, this is celebrities, folks. They live in a different sense of reality. They don't worry where their next cheeseburger's coming from. They have million-dollar mansions. They're set for life. Their kids are set for life. They don't give a fuck about you. And this right here just goes to prove it. Just goes to prove it. It's disgusting. It is disgusting. All right, before we get out of here, folks, before we wrap this thing up, if you are not over on kick, you need to be. I'm about to do a giveaway over there. We're giving away some more of the CBD energy sticks. We got new flavors coming in. Strawberry kiwi and fruit punch. Great flavors. We're excited to release these. If you are not over there on kick.com slash John Burke, you need to be. Come become a subscriber over there. If you enjoy the content you heard today, if you enjoy this show, it's worth a measly five bucks. Go donate. And also, you're entered to win the giveaways. And this bag right here is valued at like, what, 45 bucks? You win this. Damn, that's a lot of fucking moolah that you get back in free product. And we appreciate it. Go over to kick.com slash John Burke. Download the Kick app. It is free. You Look, I get it. Maybe you're, you're kind of broke right now. I understand. Look, I get it. You don't have to become a subscriber. But just having your views over there also helps as well. And we appreciate that. If you can afford the five bucks a month to, you know, support the people that you really enjoy listening to, because clearly you do. Fuck me if I know why, but you do. Show us some love. $4.99 a month. Bro, you can't even beat that. That's like your subscription to Pornhub. Not that I would know. I'm just throwing that out there. I have no idea. Well, how much does Pornhub cost, actually? Don't answer that, Josh. Yeah, I don't that's know. a baited <laughs> I have no idea, but don't answer that's that. That's a you question. That's a baited Well, what the fuck is that supposed to mean? That's a you question. Anyway, kick.com slash John Burke. Hey, if you can, sound like you can't afford to subscribe. Do one even better. Share the show. You can download us on iTunes. You can download us on um, Synth, uh, Synthwave. Jesus. You can download us on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Google Music, wherever podcasts are downloaded. Just look up All American Savage Show when we populate. Share the show. Tag us on Instagram at AA Savage Show. Give me a follow at John Burke 39 on Twitter. Uh, kick, don't go anywhere. We're going to end the stream and we're going to do the giveaway right after this. You got anything to add, man? You guys have a great day. And as always, you stay Savage America.